Bates. Bates. You there. I, was, I am not your usual host, but I'm Braxton Bates. What's up? Yo, what is up, you guys? It is me back. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. Back for another vlog. You got Isaac right here. He not gonna talk right now because oh. I got the mic. Oh. Oh. We got Ricky on the on the camera. Camera. On the camera's crazy. Yo. And yeah, I was just reading this book. To be honest, this is the first time I've ever picked this book up in my life. But yeah, I. Every hey, reference. Yeah, he's on chapter 15. Chapter 15. It's in the, hey, come here real quick. Come here. Look, look, look. Hey. I want to tell you what today is about. Today we're pursuing the heart of the Lord as a community. Hey. Look, these are my brothers right here. What's and when we What's pursue, we chase relentlessly. Let me talk about it. Y'all want to dive deeper? Tim Ross. Shout out Tim Ross. I got oh, wait. Hey, oh, easy down. now. Easy now. I don't know. Hey, we're taking them to the basement, baby. I, if we get sued, no, Tim Ross. Look, today we're in the Book of Acts, Acts four to be exact. <laughs> oh, okay. matter of fact, look, hey, you want to say something? Like what? Let's talk about it. Heart of the Lord. So we're pursuing as a community, right? Like we've been meeting consistently for like two years. So like, how do you feel like you've grown closer to the group? Like, like, me like, like friendship wise, like spiritually, like. How? Like, well, explain, explain for me. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I was mad ignorant. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I got here. Remember the first day I came here? Yeah, bro. Like, this man Isaac. This man Isaac would not say a word. No, no, I don't know about that. I didn't speak. I didn't. I yeah, don't want nothing to do with this. Word. I ain't gonna lie. I came back from Florida and I came here. I was like, nah, this ain't for me no more. And then I guess like slowly, but slowly, slowly but slowly, I think I started like making friends right here. Yeah. So now I think I'm pretty good now. Praise the Lord, bro. Yeah, he said he's pretty open. Yeah, we out here. Kevin, how do you feel like you've grown closer to this group? Bro, we was, we didn't know anybody. I mean, in the Christian community, and we were just trying to, you know, that's what we were praying for was community. And so, for those of y'all don't, that don't know, I've known him and Ali since middle school. Yeah, bro, ran way track back. together. Way back. And so like, them coming, joining the group. You know they say God works in mysterious ways. Mysterious ways. What is God doing? So, and, uh, just hey, don't worry in, about them. Coming in, really, you know, hearing people's testimonies, just like how, how everything we would cover in, in the Bible, you know, and yeah. whatever it was that we were going through, like like Bryson said, we were going through Acts. Acts. And just how that implied into our, all of our lives, what it, what that looked like, how that shaped us, you know. See, but now I got a question. What's a question? Say it's a question. How come Peter always talks but never John? It's always Peter talking, like through Acts, through Acts 1, 2, and 3. It's always Peter talking, but on way John's silent the whole time. What's going on? Some That's people, well, some people have a gift. And some people are just hype men. That's true. Some people are bold. Some people can talk. Some people know how to address, how to talk to a crowd. Some people can't do that. Uh, everyone has a gift, man. Wait, so you told me this whole time, Peter just, Peter just talking. John's just there. Bro, bro's just chilling there. Bro's a hype man, bro. That's a hype man. No, that's crazy. Yeah, it's okay. A hype man. He, that boy Peter was spitting, and, and John was back there, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, for me personally, I always wanted to be the hype man. Never felt like I had anything to say of importance. What is and then going the Lord on? put me in leadership positions, which, if you know me, I'm the least qualified. Like, no, nah, they're wild and scatterbrained, like, I'm the dreamer. And being put in leadership positions, like, he really does. 
what, what do we say? Qualified or un oh. unqualified? He, yeah, he, quali God, he qual qualifies the, the unqualified. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying. So that's just me personally. I can go on about me, but I want to talk about these gentlemen right here. You mean these, these gentlemen? Uh, speaking about the speaking about the unqualified. The unqualified. <laughs> no, I'm joking, bro. I'm joking. It, it, We're all unqualified, you know. Yo, so <clears throat> I was asking this to Kevin earlier. I don't know if you guys have ever seen Dragon Ball Z, but there's like this there's like this thing. So like they like fuse. And I was just asking Kevin, like, when is that gonna happen in Grace and Ender? Like, when are they gonna fuse? When are they gonna do the fusion hey, dance? Hey, hey, hey. We, we don't, we don't. Look, anyways, <laughs> children, if you're watching, we're talking about uh, characters, like going Super Saiyan, like Super Sonic, yeah. That's what we do, except with the Holy Spirit, right? Amen. Fusion. You know what, Bryson, you could not have said it better. I, that's honestly one of the best things you've ever said in your life, which is honestly like, Kind of sad, but like, it's it's like, it's whatever. Hey, hey, can I? Let's talk about Andrew Tate. <laughs> so, top yo. G? You're bringing Top G into the conversation? We, gonna, we need to talk about sinners, bro. Yo, sinners. Andrew Tate has been leading astray. Oh, and when I say astray, I mean ashtray. Like cigarette smokers, but we don't talk about that. Ooh. Welcome. Here's our man we, of the hour. Smoking, the man we're of the weekend. the devil out here, though. This man... What are you about? Hey, you want to say something to the mic? MF said, when I'm on the mic, no one goes next. And nobody Can knows believe this man's what's about to get married? Next. This man no, what what mean? Wait. Whoa. What you, <laughs> what you oh, mean by that, bro? First and foremost, I just want to thank God for letting me be here. Like a year ago, like I would have never seen nah, me bro's, bro's here a in this situation. Hey, bro's a thinker. I, I was oh, doing some. I was doing some gnarly stuff, like stuff you wouldn't even imagine. My guy. Stuff from nightmares. I was like the opposite of Batman. I was like. Anyways, back on back on track. <laughs> so I was doing. If you want me to get in specifics. No need for all that. All uh, hey, yeah. no, I'm just kidding. Uh, honestly, I, I never pop pills like that. Bro, pop it's like, it's like maybe like once or twice, maybe three times. What? But, but the Lord hitting yeah. hitting carts in the bathroom. It was so easy to in school. It was honestly like, like way. It was honestly like shocking how easy it was to get. School. What is great? What did Grace be saying? Testimony I, uh, is the eye on Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. That's what we're saying. We stayed out the bathrooms, but the Holy Spirit was everywhere else, especially the cafeteria. Oh, no, that's not what I was talking about. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, anyways, but this Thriving Thursday, we just really wanted to touch on uh, brotherhood and Christianity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Community. Because Community. Because I feel like we get a lot of, of of women's perspectives, which is great. Like more women empowerment for sure. But we, us as men and God, we want to talk about like our struggles, like things that we personally have been through to get to where we're at. And that's what he was talking about. And like, this he, is did, he did, he, he was on all podcast. the, you know, look at him now. He looks healthy. No bags under, some bags under his. <laughs> nah, bro, tweaking. I'm sorry. That was a lie. Tell, tell him. The worst thing I ever tell did was. 
that was that was a humbling experience. Alley Oasis out everywhere. Go stream it. Ender Zam featuring Mello. Get us to thousand monthly listeners. Thank anyways, you. anyways, as I was saying, yeah, we still good. Uh, he broke the mic. Those honestly, I'm I'm thankful to the Lord that to have gone through that because in my in my future life, I hope to have a family. Let's go. Hope to have a family, and then I'll be able to. Wait, hold on. Is this? Is this yeah, he did like, that. This is gonna be on thir Thursdays. This is just, bro. Oh, this is one on third Thursday. Yeah, this is just a, like a. Hey, this is wrong. Fans out there, bro. <laughs> Hey, Big Rob. Hey, we got this. What's up, cuz? What up, cuz? I'm getting married. I'm getting married. On Saturday. On Saturday. Hey, watch out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we out. We, we out. out. Love you, bye. All right, Rob. All right, Ender. Later, later, Thank Rob. you for that. Uh, just to bring, later, the, just to, just to really bring this back, I really. I don't think Rob knows uh, his own power. His I own just want to say. No, I got a question. We're not talking. Look, look. <sighs> Let me say something, okay? Yeah, I, gotta, I, I, and I think I can speak for all I'll my brothers here. Look, life... Oh. <laughs> life is no box of chocolates. Life is a box of bullcrap, bro. Uh, Be stinky dookie. I beg your pardon? And sometimes it stinks so bad... Sure. <laughs> ...that you don't even realize it's your own crap. <clears throat> nah, nah, okay, I got a genuine question. No, 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 no. Here, give me, let me finish. <clears throat> but it's okay. Because when you are redeemed by the oh, blood of Christ, I got a question, though, on me. everything changes. Nah, and this is facts. You may be look. You may be sniffing your own dookie. What? But it's okay. Everybody's crap stinks. Thanks. And Ender ruins God moments. This man is not of the Holy Spirit. But I just want to encourage you. If your room stinks, well, you probably need to clean it first and foremost. <laughs> Bro, that got dirty. But we we prevail. We have idiots in here, but we're gonna speak on the Lord. Look. My brother's gonna spit here. Excuse me. Pardon pardon the intrusion. Yeah, yeah. We got a we got a question from Isaac here. He right. is Isaac, why don't you tell us your question? Alright, here's the thing. How big do you think of an impact does a church have on like the actual believers on its own? Like, uh, like out of a bathroom, because, like, it comes down, it comes down to where the church be, like, they be, like, messing over their own, like... It comes down to the churches, if I, if I can say so myself. But, like, is that more of a manly thing, or is that more of a godly thing? Because regardless, if the pastor's still there, he's, he's still, like, God chose him to preach there at the church, right? Mm -hmm. So how come he, like, he's still be messing people over, you know what I mean? It's true, but, hey, I got you. That's, that's where the Holy Spirit we comes in, bro. It should give you that discernment. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause well, why does it happen then? That's the question. I mean, nobody's perfect. At I the mean, end of the day, we're the ones that are, that are, um, what's the word? I don't know. What's the word? Well, you tell me, bro. Yeah. I'm just saying. Do you not see his talking? Blessed. Blessed? Blessed? Hey. You know, that's, maybe that's uh, your responsibility, bro. My You're responsibility? Just, yeah, to, to well, call him out. out of there. To call well, him out. I just came uh, out of there. Bro, like we're the next generation of believers. Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, we don't hate the old generation. We're trying to bridge it, bro. But if you got issues with a generation, a young, old, maybe it's time for you to look in the mirror. Maybe you're the issue. I think I think now that he said bridge, so we should be like I mean, we could obviously not be like as perfect as Jesus. Like Jesus was 
was literally him. Hey, Mo. Hey, I'm just having a But bridging. <laughs> we need, if we have, like, if our generation has a problem with, uh, like, an older generation or the younger generation, I think we as Christians are there to, like, bridge that gap, like, to bring everybody closer together, like, because it's the same thing with, like, denominations, but... Yo, what's the whole, facts. What's the whole world with that? I ain't gonna lie. Because, like, if I... Words is words, right? Pentecost, the day of the Pentecost, this is not the day the Holy Spirit came. Yeah. We literally just read about this the other day, did we not? So how does that work? Right, and how does the, how do the denominations work? Let me say this. Let me speak on this. Denominations are man-made, and every single denomination has an issue with the Holy Spirit. Therefore, I rebuke. Not saying y'all are wrong, but there's always an issue with the Holy Spirit, and I don't jive with that. So, but how does that work, though? That's the thing. Like, you know what I mean? Nah, like, why is there denominations to begin with? Because man, man likes to divide and categorize. That's how humans are. God, that's not biblical. Okay. Denominations are not biblical. So now here's the given question. He's like, he's like the main question. Yeah. Who is right? Who, which one is the right denomination? At the end of you the gotta day, you got to read your Bible. Yeah, exactly. You really it's do. all about your relationship well, doesn't with it come, the Lord. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. But like I said, all the denominations say that they're the right one. But regardless, which one is the right one? Because they all say the same thing, but in different perspectives. I don't, think, sure. I don't think it's really a question of which one's the right one. At the end of the, because at the end of the day, that's what I'm saying is, regardless, because there's obviously no works yeah. that we can do to mm -hmm. gain our salvation. Yeah, but people say otherwise. Then all the denominations say otherwise. That's, that's what right. I'm that's what I'm saying. Like, what's what the controversy? Y'all, what about doing? Because look, look at the end of the day. I think we have to go off of what the Bible says, right? What does the Bible tell us, right? Because, I mean, everybody can say and give their opinions, but at the end of the day, the Bible is going to give you true. straight facts. It's as easy as that. Okay, that's factual. That's true. Hey, you got to have the night remember. It's easy. It's easy to look at what the world is doing, what humans do. You just got to think we like to categorize. We like to divide. That's just simple nature. But look at the Bible. Look how Jesus tells us to be, how to come together as a community. Like, look at our community, bro. Like, we don't go to the same church, yep. but we're here because we love Jesus. And, well, we're friends, mm -hmm. but, so like, <laughs> there's no denomination. Maybe it's a question of... We're not divided. Hmm. You got to be... Divide got to be the thing that molds that together. Hmm. Wait, well, hold on. Explain about that. What do you mean by that? Like, elaborate. Because you obviously know the Bible. Yeah. You know that it tells us that religion isn't what is supposed to, you know, yeah. Yeah. define us. It's our relationship yeah. with the Lord. That's true. So if you know that and you go somewhere to like a different church or whatever, whatever it may be, and they're telling you otherwise, then you, you know, you spit, you spit the facts. Yeah. So I'm in the right spot. Don't even trip. Yeah, exactly. To all of our lovely listeners still with us, <laughs> I just want to, I just want to thank you guys for the time that you have, you have given us. And I, I apologize for all of those, all of those distractions. And the, and the, you know, the man of the hour is here. And the man of the hour is always Jesus. <laughs> so Let's go. Jesus Christ. Hey, yo. Hold on, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Oh, they tripping. They tripping. They tripping.
yo. They really thought they did something, huh? They really thought they did something. Really set set change here, everybody. We're gonna we're gonna give it up to the to the to the right, beautiful. Guys, we're just gonna we're just gonna commentate and see how the long group, it takes for them. group over here. Shout out the women out there. But of Mic drop. It's girl time, baby. Girl time plus Hector. All right, so I'm back. <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, guys. What's up? It is Thriving Thursday. Actually, just kidding. It's Fun Day Friday. Hey! All right, we here with the ladies now. Ladies was good. How y'all feeling? Come on. I'm feeling lovely. <laughs> All right, all right. Grace, you get married this weekend. I am. <laughs> Gonna be a wife. Yeah, a whole wife. How does it feel? Uh, it feels good. It feels like it feels like I've been waiting for two years, and we're like, let's go. Come on. There we go. Let's there we go. Them. What are you most looking forward to? Um, is it bad that the first thing that came to my head was like, uh, not having to drive back and forth and like the convenience factor is that bad yeah no i think that's great that's great the unity the not having to have two separate lives yeah that part the schedule part the yeah that's i'm really looking forward to that part yeah, yeah. for sure that and then just like um there's been a lot of like prayer preparation and all those things that go into a wedding and i'm really excited to see that like come yeah to, come all together and all those things yeah well we're really excited and yeah i'm, I'm super stoked for y'all's wedding it's gonna be beautiful thank and you, everyone's you. gonna be able to see the wonderful couple that y'all are oh my gosh these guys <laughs> what is happening if you are listening and you're not watching the video the guys are making, making a line yeah, this yeah. must be like yeah. super confusing if you haven't watched but like why do guys always have to be a spotlight right like they always like it looks like we're about to take like a christmas picture <laughs> shout out to all Oh, get it, Bryson, get it. This is the part where we can cut it up and just make it a trailer for Saturday. Yes. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Okay, but shout out. Oh, oh he's doing the wave. He's doing the wave. Yeah, shout out for fun community group, though. Like, what would life be if we didn't have this group? True, true. Like, yeah. If you don't got a group, like, come join our group. We yeah. got you. Like, yeah. Every Thursday we get together and we love each other and we read the word and it's awesome. Yeah. This isn't a plug, but like, it's a plug. Because. Wait, repeat the question because he was not. Why did you not drop that episode? I ate lunch by myself. Aww. Aww, that's sad. He said, he said, why did I apologize to everyone that waited for the drop on Thursday and it's Friday and it's getting released on Friday. However, everything happens for a reason. Amen. Everything happens for a reason. And this fun episode is for Friday and everything is about the letters matching for me, you know, thriving Thursday, fun day, Friday. So, you know, it played out. This is a fun episode for you to just like let loose in the world whatever you're going whatever you're going through that's hard like i hope this is uplifting and that it puts a smile on your face to see us happy because it should like you know because it makes me happy to see you happy so i me happy should make you happy yeah all right i'm gonna give the mic to sarah because she looks like she has something really good to share Ooh. sarah always got a word that's true i really don't have anything <laughs> <laughs> surprisingly what? hey nah but 
just kind of like I know earlier we y'all obviously weren't like hearing us have this conversation. Oh, sorry, Ali. Okay. But like earlier when we were telling Ender, I kind of just want to also tell you, Grace, that like don't worry about all the logistics or anything that could go wrong. Like I just want you to know that first of all, it's like an honor that we're even your friends and we could see like Come on. the love that the Lord has placed not only in your life but like the love that Ender has for you is just like so plain and obvious. Yes. Hey, free plug, you know? Shout out to my nah, but I feel like Ender and Grace, like in general, your relationship not only has given me hope, but other people that like a love that's centered on Christ can genuinely work. Yeah. And like, you know, like obviously no no two people are perfect, but like the Lord has placed you in Ender's life for a certain reason. Um, and I just want you to know that we're all so excited to be a part of this special day. And don't worry about anything that could go wrong or just like the anxiety, just know that we're here and that we're just happy to be alongside you and Ender and seeing the beautiful marriage. And like, we can't wait to be a part of this process and see you just grow in your marriage, you know? Hey. Praise God. Praise God. Hey. Thank you, sir. Hey. Anything else? Praise God. I'm just cold. And I just had a coffee, so I'm like jittering. I'm like, what's going on? Um, quick, quick, quick plug right here. Um, I just, I just want to shout out that Grace, you can attest to this, but the wait is, the wait is worth it, right? Oh yes. The wait okay, so all the single girls out there who think there's not a godly man for you, there is. Okay, I promise. That's all I have to say. Do not settle. Do not settle. Facts. The Lord would not want you to settle. Amen. No, he would uh, not. And especially if he does not have a relationship with the Lord, don't try and sit there and convince it. Don't try and sit there and force it. If he's meant to be, he will lead you towards the Lord. Amen. Trust mm. me, he will. Mm. What did I see? What Amen. Did I, see? I saw something. Oh my gosh, what was it? Oh, it was a Dave Ramsey. I'm sorry if you don't like Dave Ramsey, but we were, I was listening to a video and he was saying how he taught his daughters that uh, they weren't on a missions trip for a spouse, for a guy, yeah. like it wasn't a mission trip. It wasn't a discipleship relationship. It was, I love Jesus, you love Jesus. We got to serve Jesus together. Yeah, like you ain't going to save him. The only person that's going to save him is the Lord. And if he isn't willing for that yet right now, then you just got to pray for him. But you you cannot be his salvation. Amen. 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 Allie, you've been married for a while. Is there any marriage <laughs> advice? <laughs> So Is there any marriage old, advice you, you could give any married woman or Grace soon to be married? I've been married. I don't feel like I've been I'm married a while. Y'all making me sound old. Well, um, you guys have been together for I've a long time, for a so long we're time. like in our so, brains. Yeah, all right. Old. So I will say this: that obviously God is the most important thing to keep your relationship going. Amen. But I would definitely say, and I feel like this gets oversaid, that communication is important. But I just feel like in today's times, people don't know how to communicate well with each other. Um, maybe because of social media, I don't know. But like, really, truly communicate every little feeling that you have. I mean, like, when something bothers you, like, say it. Don't hold it inside all day because it's just going to bubble up. Because that's yeah. just how it goes. Yeah. So I would just say, like, everything. I mean, how you feel, decisions that you're going to make. It's not about, like, oh, I have to tell my husband where I'm going. Like because he's like controlling me. It's not like that. It's just like having that open communication so that you know what your significant other is feeling and what they're going through so that you can like be there for them. 
and just seeing that you know what's going on in their lives that's good that's good that reminds me of just like um like oneness yeah i've heard that a lot recently of just like unity and oneness um and it being less about like controlling each other and more about like moving in unison moving Mm -hmm. in sync with each other and so if you're if you're gonna be one together you're gonna have to like um tell each other what's going on yes and know what's going on in the other person's um life because if you don't it kind of end up being like a roommate relationship exactly. instead of because a marriage. Ultimately, marriage is you're leaving your family and all that, and you're making your own little family. And so you need to be solid in your beliefs and what you're going through. Because like, how are you gonna lead your kids, you know, if you can't even like talk to each other? Yeah. 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 So. Oh, I that earlier. Yeah. 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 Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow the boys okay. have so many shenanigans today i'm sorry to anybody who's not okay. watching on youtube they couldn't act acts four oh. oh. it was lacking we were trying to get yeah, the boys to act, act out acts four but they terrible. couldn't do it but now but now they're good actors huh yeah. mm. <laughs> it's because it's because now they have like that time they're like yeah. back there yeah. Okay, anyways, <laughs> we were talking about, I was telling her about, what did, what did I ask you? Um, I can't remember. I don't know which part you're referring to. The part where I was like, uh, you said that y'all were going to have to, what was it? Start doing things together. Or something oh, yeah, like oneness family. and unity. Yeah, oneness. Yeah, moving in sync together. Yeah, and I, I asked you why, you know, because it's not something that, everyone kind of grows up with like not everyone grows up with like having that like seeing that oneness and like their parents or like other people in their lives because she was like well um now that we're gonna get married I won't see my family as much and I was like why you can see them without Ender and she was like no like that's not how it like it works you you said you have to like once you get married you're one together you're not just two yeah because like if I was out here having to say like um And this goes both ways, so I'm going to give both examples. So if I was out here being like, hey, Ender, I want to go see my mom, or I I mean, seeing your mom, like, shoot the breeze, whatever. But, like, if I'm going to go see my whole family, like, he needs to come with me because that's his family too now. It's not my family versus his family. It's our family. So if I'm going to go hang out with his parents and and hang out with, like, his family and stuff, it's, oh, we're we're going to hang out with our family. We're going to the family's house. Like, um, he's not going without me. Like, we're going together. Um, Because if you're in that oneness together, you have to love what the other person loves. You have to love the people that they love. And um, because ultimately, like, it's not like you're achieving something but you're moving together in such a way that not only does it communicate that oneness of Christ to others, but it also like, it also edifies yourself. Like it also builds you up to be able to do that with somebody else and to um, be selfless, to be um, thinking of another person. Like it, it challenges you to care about the needs and the wants and the desires and the loves of somebody else which is so like against our nature we want to do everything for us we want to do what makes us happy and all of that and so um being in oneness like challenges i think selfishness like at its core and at its root um and i i haven't asked a lot of my married friends but i'm sure all of you would say yes um that when you get married and stuff like you're you become less of a selfish person you like are 
if you're doing it right, you know, if you're doing it and growing in the Lord, like you're going to be less selfish towards people around you because you understand now what it is to share a life with someone. Yeah. 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 And all the things that like we just learn to all the things that are important to him also become important to me and vice versa. Like all the things that are important to me also become important to him. And like, that's why he goes with your family and that's why you go with his family because like that's important to you. Therefore it should be important to him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I like the idea of oneness because divorce and separation is so common nowadays. Like it's so normal. I was thinking about this the other day because I forgot who it was that said, it was someone on like TikTok, like a Christian person. She was like, oh yeah, I just went through a divorce recently. This, this and that. And I was like, it doesn't even like hit us anymore. Like the word divorce, but like back then, like it was like, like you were not allowed mm-hmm. to do that. Like, you know, like there was no excuse for it, I guess you could say, which like in the Bible, there is a clear like thing that Moses says, which is like, is it Moses that says it? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, lo- the law of divorce, so he's like, if one cheats, if one is unfaithful, like he's the one that like clarifies that um towards marriages but like um a lot of people see it as a contract and marriage isn't supposed to be a contract Mm. it's supposed to be a covenant and not just with the other person but like before god you know and so like and it's not too late if you're married and you're like just now turning to be a believer together or like whatever like it's never too late to like make that covenant and bring it to the Lord. Like mm-hmm. you can be five years being married and just now come to feet of Jesus. That's completely okay. And make sure that like that promise that you made with that person, now you're making with God yeah. with that person, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of people just hold it as a contract and they wait for the other half to break it. And then like, oh yeah, it's over. Like, let's just go get a divorce now. Like we broke our contract, but like, it's not supposed to be that. It's supposed yeah. to be a promise, but culture doesn't make it like that anymore. You know, it's like, oh, it just didn't work out. It just didn't work out, yeah. you know, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, but like, in, like we were saying, like marriage is supposed to be the reflection of the way that Jesus loves us. And Jesus doesn't just like break up with us and decide, hey, yo, like I'm gonna call it quits. Jesus doesn't do that. Yeah. No, well, I think I was going to say that I feel like divorce is very common because in general, like even like relationships that aren't like I guess progressing towards marriage they've already done everything that a married couple has done you know like or that goes through so then at that point it's like okay I've already experienced every milestone with this person and then it's like okay now what you know so then like at that point I don't know there's just like a lot that goes into dating and like who you're gonna marry especially like as a girl Cause I feel like guys kind of have more of like options. I don't know. Personally, I think that, you know, I feel like they, there's more, there's definitely more, I guess, good women than I guess good men, unfortunately. Um, And so like you see like a lot of girls who just would rather not get in relationships to not hurt themselves. And then there's guys who just don't care. They just dive into it. Then just for the experience, for the fun, you know? So I feel like it's definitely very important for you as a girl to know your morals and your standard and like have that set in place. Because if you don't, anyone could easily just be like, oh, my God, you're so pretty. And then it's like all your standard, everything you built up, you just settle. And like all for what? For a feeling when in like the long run, if that person doesn't align with your morals or with your values or doesn't even want to go to church with you, then it's like, how do you plan on really progressing with that person when you don't align? And so the Bible talks about being 
um, and unequally yoked relationships. And so obviously there's a lot that comes with that. Um, and I feel like people don't realize the effect that that has on a person. And like, I guess how much you could bring that into other relationships because you were just impatient and yeah. didn't want to wait for the right person, yeah. which is why I say like um, you and Ender just in general have given me so much hope because I feel like whenever I first met y'all, I was kind of just like in this weird single season and I was kind of uncomfortable in it. And I was like trying to rush into things. And then I like in my head, I was kind of doubtful, like, Lord, will I ever even find someone who truly desires you the way that I do? But then when I got in like to the Bible study group and I saw like you and Ender and then Stephanie and Bryson and Azaria and Ricky, Ali and Kevin, like all these relationships that have been built on the Lord and how successful they've been, even after all the trials and tribulations, because they've, yeah, because, <laughs> and like, like just with what you've told me about your marriage, Azaria, and how it even like the process of even getting to being married was very hard and you were having to rely on the Lord and be like, okay, if this is really what you, what you want from my life, like, I'm going to trust and lean on you and not what everybody else is saying. Because especially like with girls, I feel like we, I guess are so easy to be judged on. Like, oh, like, why is it that you brought this guy? Like, he doesn't fit the standard. Like, he isn't a Christian. This that. And like, there's a lot of things where people on the outside could look in and judge you. But it's like, at the end of the day, if the Lord called you to it, then it's like with purpose, you know, it's, you know, that there's good intention behind it you know you're not just doing it because oh like i'm trying to change this person i'm trying to lead this person like you know you're not trying to force anything whereas i feel like if it's truly from the lord like it'll just flow naturally yeah. you know yeah. i think that's good because a lot of the times us as girls like like you were saying like we get critiqued a lot like i remember one of the things i was told the most was that my standards were too high and i was being too picky and i feel like that's lies from the enemy bruh because like no, my standards were not too high. They were just godly standards. And if I would have settled, like I could have been broken or I would be in something that I didn't want to be. And it's it's just, I feel like there's such a, like, a, I don't know, there's like more jabs at girls mm -hmm. that it's like, oh, you're being too picky. Like, just like, just, just, pick, somebody. just pick somebody. Like, just say yes to him. Like, you what get asked out on a date, just say yes. Like, no, no, like, don't just say yes. Because there's no point in like sitting, setting all these standards where you say, I want a guy that loves Jesus. And then you say yes to the first guy that walks up. Mm -hmm. Like, that's testimony too. Like, hey, yo, I'm going to show my faith through my relationship too. But mm -hmm. uh, there's just like, don't don't fall for the lies of the enemy. Mm -hmm. And there you go. There especially you go. Be oh, especially because like you, there's like so much that's normalized in today's society. Like the other day, I was like hearing this girl on TikTok, and she's like, she was like, oh yeah, like I went on a first date with this guy, and it was at his apartment. Ooh. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> like that? You first Red of all, flag. you consider that a <laughs> red flag, flag y'all? Like I'm sorry, but if his first response is oh let's come over to my house let's go no no Run. i'm sorry but first of all like you might die yeah. uh, you don't even know who this person is and you want to link no but it's like things like that that it's like they say it and it's like so normal to them like yeah. oh nothing but also, then like you sorry <laughs> but like this is a great opportunity to like elevate 
I'm sorry, guys, <laughs> but elevate men's game a little bit. Because like, if we're saying yes to that stuff, then we're setting ourselves up for mm -hmm. failure. Because then we're setting the bar so low, where guys oh are like, God. they say yes to that, yes. so let's yes. just do it. Yes. Like, nah, men, you gotta elevate your game if you want a godly woman. We can't be out here complaining about men who like Come don't on. step up That's if we keep about. accepting bad, bad behavior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Come on. hey, I, I heard this thing that was like, if a guy doesn't like you, he will make you suffer. It depends on how long you choose to stay. Yeah. I yeah. promise you, if a guy truly likes you and truly wants to marry you and has that like love, genuine love for you, trust me, there will be no obstacle. You will not have to worry about him. Oh, why is he, isn't he texting me back? Why doesn't he want to see me? Like, I promise you, that man will make a, find a way. He will show up to your house unannounced. Like, I promise you, he will make it very clear like that he likes you and that that's what he's pursuing you know but obviously if you're confused that's not for you yeah. i'm sorry but yeah. it's not for you the lord is not a god of confusion yeah. you know well so I'm, i gotta step in for just a second for my girlies with anxiety because <laughs> um, because that's where i was at and it was really hard for me to see like early on in my relationship to not like overanalyze everything that ender did and stuff because i like had really bad anxiety um and so for anyone who's kind of stepping into that place um you know the advice I would give was first of all take it to the Lord um because he's gonna be the best source of whether or not this is a good idea but I would also say lean into your community if you have a good community um you know lean into them because if you have a good community that's centered on Christ they're gonna tell you whether or not he's fishy mm. they're gonna tell yes. you whether or not like he is messing with you and stuff um and if he's treating you right and they can see it and they're telling you that he's treating you right mm -hmm. like lean into that too um because mm -hmm. Like it can get a little confusing out there. Like when you having when you're dealing with mental struggles and things like that. Like that is real, and the Lord sees that and understands that. Um, and so if you're seeking Him in that, like lean into re your relationship with God. It's a great opportunity to lean into your relationship with God and grow in that um, and learn what His voice sounds like. Because that's how it was for me. You know, I was always afraid growing up. I had a pretty big stigma in my family around um, the one. I've talked about this before, mm -hmm. yes. but yeah. I had a, yeah, this yeah episode, I, I, guys, <laughs> check it out. Yeah. I had a, I had a big stigma in my family around like, don't marry the wrong person. There was a lot of mm -hmm. like fear based stuff. And so, um, if you grew up in that, if you grew up with anxiety of any kind, but specifically dating anxiety or anything like that, man, my heart goes out to you. Um, fear is not of the Lord. So if you're fearing, uh, dating the wrong person and all of that it should be a conviction not a fear mm. um so if you're convicted in a way that makes you go i am gonna look for someone great that's fantastic but if you have fear in your heart that is afraid of any man that comes your way even if they are really loving jesus like that's not that's mm -hmm. not of god um this person clearly loves jesus like don't be afraid um step into it and ask god what he says ask god what he thinks about this person you know have that relationship and that dialogue with jesus because he's your dad and he wants to give you like revelation about this person and and then again lean into your community the people that you trust to give you good godly counsel and i Wait, feel I oh, oh you, no, no, you, you can I was just going to say that, and I feel like those prayers are the ones that get answered the quickest. Like, when I'm telling you, I've prayed, I'm like, Lord, show me. He shows me, y'all. He shows me. So it's like, at that point, he shows me that, okay, are you going to choose to continuously, like, try and force this? Or are you going to let me take control? Because then at that point, like, once you're like, okay, I acknowledge that it's not in my hands. Like, whoever it is that you have for me in the future, like, they're going to come whenever I'm ready. Because a lot of times we think we're ready. 
when it's like, nah, spiritually, we haven't matured to the level the Lord wants us to. Because then think about it, like, if you're underdeveloped in your character and you meet the love of your life, you're going to ruin it somehow, you know? You're going to, like, oh, you're going to overthink it. You're going to push them away, you know? So it's like, obviously, the Lord, his timing is perfect. He's going to bring someone into your life probably when you least expect it. Because, honestly, like, you should be so focused on your walk with the Lord and, like, that it's like, that's not even really a worry, you know? Because it's like, you know what, Lord, I'm not going to sit here and seek or look or force because I know that whoever it is that you have in store for me, you're going to bring them into my life when I'm ready. So at this point, it's like more of like, a, well, I don't know, maybe that's just, just me, right? Like, I, personally, I think I just have just been like focused on my walking. Like, you know, Lord, when the time is ready, I know that you're going to provide, you know? Yeah, he's the provider. Like, he's the person that we wait on for job opportunities, for decision-making, for food on our table, or he should be. So, like, if we rely on him for all of those things, how much more was would he be perfectly capable of finding us a spouse if that's truly on your heart? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to um, – thank you. <laughs> okay, so we were talking about that fear. Yeah. I want to bring in kind of, like, culture culturally it's like going on like the very like the old times your parents culturally like a your parent and from what i've like experienced my parents have a standard of like what guy is perfect for me you know and it's hard when they have this standard and they're like telling you this is the guy this is what he needs to do this is what this is what we consider perfect or right, mm-hmm. but that's not of God. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that's, right. that's not mm-hmm. something that you should even, like, like accept. Yeah. For the longest time, I was like, oh, if I meet a guy, they have to meet my parents' standards. They have mm-hmm. to meet my parents' standards. Recently, I, like, turned away from that, and I was like, you know what? They have to meet the standards, like Steph was saying, like godly standards, like they're not, your standards are not your standards, they're God's standards. So like, I just want to say if you have like those parents that are telling you like, this is, you have to get a guy like this, this is, we won't accept anyone that's not of like our standards or to their, their, yeah, to their requirements, like, no, you know, like, and it, it's not, I'm not saying like ignore your parents, you know, like you, ha- yeah. you should listen to your parents, yeah, but. Yeah, but the game is also different when your parents know Jesus versus when mm-hmm. they don't. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's a very important distinction. If you know your parents love Jesus and have a strong relationship with the Lord, take their advice. Mm-hmm. If that's not the case, then take their advice and take it to the Bible. Yeah. And say, is this biblical advice or is it not? Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's a good, that's a good yeah. way of putting yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because there are going to be times, even if your parents are Christians, there are going to be times that they're wrong sometimes because yeah. we've all yeah, got biases. We all have, like, fears, and those fears manifest in the way that we treat people. And so sometimes, like, parents' fears will come out as really aggressive and really, like, um, judgmental towards whoever you might be with. And so I would say, yeah, take their advice if it's solid and also just take it to Scripture. Yeah. Take it to Scripture. Um, so, yeah, I will say one thing that is like personal to like my life, which y'all are probably like, Ooh, this here. Um, I got told by like someone that was close to me, like, are you sure that you want to be with Ricky? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah. Like why? And they're like, 
like you're attracted to him like do you think that he's attractive enough for you is he like the dream guy because if you're gonna marry someone they need to like be like all capturing and I'm like I mean yeah I think Ricky's handsome I think he's like cute I find him attractive and uh, they're like but like do you want to like you know like are you like mm, like that's my man like he's the most handsome I'm like I don't know there's gonna be there's always gonna be like better looking girls than you there's always going to be better looking guys and whatever guy you're with like that's just how it is and like I don't know I just felt like so captivated by his heart that like it didn't matter to me whatever flaws he had on the outside because I knew I loved him for who he was at his core and at his heart and I'm not saying like settle like if you're with someone that you don't think is cute like I'm not saying to settle for whatever but my whole point in sharing this is that like what other people see as like something that's important and they're trying to push that on you, that might not be what God has for you in your heart. So like I could have like whatever, I could have not liked whatever flaw that they wanted to point out in Ricky and like not marry Ricky and then marry a guy later on that for whatever reason did fit that person's physical standards and then that person's heart not aligned with mine in ministry, that person's heart not aligned in mine with how we're going to treat our community what kind of community we are going to be in together like there's just so many other things that can come into play and so like that's why it goes back to the bible and like i had to really examine that and like really like think about it because it was something that's getting pushed on me quite a bit um and like i was like well the lord literally says he looks at our heart and like he looks at our like at our personality he looks at who we are he looks at um, just the love that we have for other people. And like, I saw the heart that Ricky had, like how eager he was to serve the people around him, even though he didn't know. I saw how humble he was. And even though he had so much talent, he was so humble about going. So there's just like so many things. So whatever it is that whatever someone else is pointing out and you're like, that doesn't feel right. Like trust that gut and like find scripture that really aligns with that gut, you know? And that was scripture that helped me. And I don't, can't recall off the top of my head, the the verse or the chapter, but he, it's where, um, just David is like saying like, God, examine my heart, examine my heart. And then there's another verse where it talks about how God sees us for our hearts, but humans sees each other for their outside appearance. And that's not what God looks at. So. Yeah. And I can tell you that appearances are not what matters. Like every year, trust me, I've been with my husband since middle school. <laughs> okay. We did not look like how we look now in middle school, but in middle school, I that he was the finest boy in the school because I loved his who he was on the inside and so like every year we look different and like I've changed a lot since high school and he has too and like the thing is, is I still look at him and I'm like dang like that's my husband like I just love him so much he's so handsome yeah. like because it doesn't matter like it doesn't matter how he looked or how his hair looked because he's had a lot of hairstyles too <laughs> but it doesn't matter because I love Kevin I love how he is on the inside and so no matter what he does on the outside because people ask me that all the time they're like oh what if Kevin does this to his hair I'm like I don't care because he's still the same like he's still Kevin Escobar <laughs> and like yeah. even when we get old because everybody knows you're gonna get old <laughs> you're gonna get wrinkly you're gonna get whatever like you're gonna change whether you like it or not and that's what matters what's on the inside yeah I just feel like it's so hard for like girls and like probably even for guys like nowadays because everything's so materialistic now like everything is so like like I don't know like you go on TikTok and you see all the hottest girls you see all the hottest guys like well not on my TikTok but like I've seen like <laughs> on other people's <laughs> just to clarify like you go to mine and it's like all like funny stuff but anyways like <laughs> like I've seen people full of TikToks where like they just share TikToks and like even like if you watch one video like it like shows you more of like that video and it's like you know and nothing against pretty women or like 
handsome guys, but like, no, but like, <laughs> but like, on. but like, it's just like so like I don't know like promoted and like I was even watching the study about like how like even like girls like how like they're using like their body and like their figures to like really promote stuff and it's messing up like little girls right now like 11 and 10 year olds and 12 year olds are now like oh I want that body I want to look like that if I look like that then I'm gonna be pretty like no honey like you're already pretty like but like it's just so hard I think for some people because it's like that's all that they're being fed which it matters what you feed yourself you know um like being alert being mindful like what am I watching like what am I looking at but yeah listen so Styles change, right? Culture changes all the time, okay? Like, um, in the 90s, being, like, thin was in. During, like, the 2000s, 2010s and stuff, it was, like, big butt and, like, you know, like, it was being curvy and stuff. And, like, who knows what it is now? I don't know. I don't follow that kind of thing. But, like, appearance (laughs) trends and all of that stuff changes all the time. And, like, you would be, like hard pressed to find someone on the street who looks like that all the time Um. like that's ridiculous and so when you're when you're thinking about like appearances and what's important and what's not like do not do not like judge the person that you want to be with for the rest of your life based on style trends and like body trends that's insane to me like because those things again they change like back in the like 1700s it was in to be like um fuller and to be like um more like curvy and stuff because it was like oh okay you you are rich because you get to eat more and then like you know like I said in the 90s it was like paper thin like whatever and so um it really does not matter about appearance and stuff because it changes all the time but you know what like does not change scripture you know what doesn't change the values of God so like um, that's what you should be judging something on. And I also just got to say, like, that's so ridiculous that someone came up to you and said those things. Like, do not be that person. <laughs> do not be that person. Um, if one of your gals, like, uh, is getting married and loves this person and wants to spend the rest of their lives with them, just because that person's not your cup of tea does not mean it is, like, your you're business to say anything about it. Marrying the person. Yeah, you're, you're not, not the one, the one marrying the person. So, like. Oh, and something that, like, Ender says a lot is, like, this person that you're going to be with needs to be the most attractive person in the world to you. Yeah. Not to everybody else, yeah. to you. Yeah. So, like, all those things are so arbitrary. They change all the time. So who's to say what's attractive, what's not? Who cares, yeah. right? That person needs to be attracted to you. Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah, and I think that's huge confirmation from the Lord, too, when you're looking for your person and like you're, you're praying about them and you're waiting for God to send you the person that he has in store for you. In my experience personally, like it was one of the biggest confirmations that I didn't I didn't tell Bryson anything that I was like self-conscious about mm-hmm. about myself. Mm-hmm. But it was like one of the things that he would accent that he loves about me, mm-hmm. like my curly hair. When you're Puerto Rican living in the U.S., like curly <laughs> hair is not common and you feel kind of like an outsider sometimes. But he's like, I love how like your hair's curly and you don't look like anybody else. And I'm like. Wow, but I just think that that's <laughs> brown sugar curly in it. <laughs> Stream color me on all platforms. But anyways, <laughs> but anyways, like I think that's confirmation from the Lord. Like Grace was saying, like when God has a person for you, like everything about that person is perfect for you. 
Like you will be attracted to everything about that person, you personally. Mm -hmm. And if nobody else is, that's fine because that person's not for them. Yeah. Like that person is for you. And that I think that in itself is confirmation that that's the one that God has. Oh, you're seeing that just came to my mind too. Like what if like God is calling you to love that person because they've been insecure their whole lives about how they look, but you loving them is going to change their insecurity. And like, come on guys, like be that. Well, that's not for everyone. Like God doesn't call everyone to that. But like, if you like, I don't know, like, I don't know, it just came to my head. Like, yeah. I don't know, maybe like some, like people or someone is like pressuring you like, oh, because of the looks or because of this, or because of that. But like, be obedient to what God is calling you to, because if he's calling you to that, it can be for a really big purpose. And God you know? put that love in your heart yes. for their insecurities because God loves them too, just the same way that he put that love in your heart yeah. for him. Yeah. If they've yeah. been fed lies their whole life through culture and through people around them, maybe like being bullied or whatever, they've been fed those lies like, their whole lives like be the person who like what a privilege to be the person to speak god's truth and god's word over them like what a privilege what a privilege yeah well i think oh well i think like the the best way uh i had heard it be said like before I was just like, yeah, Lord, like, I know that you, like, have a person for me, but, like, how do I know that this person is for me? And, like, there was this one time where um, I had went to church, and I was obviously, like, upset because I, like, I'm seeing my friends have all these, like, relationships and be all happy. And I'm like, like, yeah, like, being single is fun, you know? You don't have to worry about hurting someone else's feelings or, like, anything like that, you know? Um, but then it's like sometimes I just be looking and be like, dang, Lord, like, when, when is it my turn, you know? But then, like, I had went to church, and I was looking kind of, like, a little upset, you know? And I was like, you know, Lord, like, instead of being upset about this, I'm just going to pray, you know? So in the middle of worship, I'm just praying, whatever. And then, like, this, the sermon starts, whatever. And Stephanie's dad, like, for some reason, like, in the middle of it was, like, the Lord, like, when he has your person, like, that person is meant for you. And, like, when he said it, like, it sank in, like, meant for me. So, like, I won't have to change a single thing. I won't have to alter a certain thing or feel embarrassed about anything because it's like, if that person is really for you, nothing that you are like insecure about or feel like, oh, if I, if he finds this out, like he's not going to like me anymore. Like, I promise you, like, if that is really your person, like one way or another, like they're meant for you, you know, like they're going to understand, they're going to want to try and sit there and work through certain things like that with you because they're not going to be phased by it they're like okay it's fine we can work on it together whereas someone who doesn't actually love you they're gonna be like oh that's a you problem you know like dang <laughs> that's tough you know yeah. um but yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, thank you girls for joining in and just being on this fun episode. We'll have to do it again because it was really fun just like having any kind of conversation. And thank you guys for tuning in on this fun Friday episode because it's not Thursday. Um, and I hope you had a wonderful week. I hope that you have a blessed and great weekend. And I'll see you guys next Thursday. Bye guys.